Talk and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au. Alright, we are back in the studio. It is the Talking Power podcast. This is a wrap-up of everything Race Wars for our listeners on 88.5 FM. And for our podcast listeners, we are back. We're back into the land of the living. Not that we weren't living before, but... Geez, when you're down in Albany, the time just gets gets away from you, doesn't it? Yeah, and it was um, a highly stressful couple of days for me. Yeah, yeah, it was. It Um, was. I'm glad to be back. Um, I'm actually going to take the opportunity now. Hopefully we have some new listeners. We did reach out and speak to a lot of new people down in Albany. We did, yeah. Um, a certain Evo, a slow Evo, but a certain Evo was ticket up very nicely. We're talking power on the side. Mm. A lot of people asked me, oh, what's it for? I said, it's a podcast, but we also do some photography and video. And yeah, look, if we get... One new listener out of the 30 people we spoke to, well, it's a win. That's right, yeah. Yeah, certainly. Look, it was a great, great weekend. We had uh, we had lots of fun. Um, so, look, let's just touch on the results now. You do... So, let's just, let's just rattle <laughs> off your time here. Two minutes and 2.59 seconds. Yep. How do you feel about that? Pretty annoyed. <laughs> Well, you didn't want to, as we, as per yeah, our report, no. you didn't want to know what your time was. No, I didn't. So Dave and I weren't in a position to to tell you what to where you're at. Yeah, hurry up and get knock off another three seconds. Yeah, no, um, no, pretty annoyed. I found out lunchtime today. Someone sort of messaged me and went, "Hey, what what were you doing wrong?" And then someone else actually said, "Oh, that's not bad for your first time out." Then the second message was, "Hey, what did you, what did you do wrong?" I think it was pretty good. The yeah. next, the guy behind you was uh, three seconds behind you. So yeah, look, um. And the guy in front of you was only, yeah, it was about three seconds in front of you, so. My excuse generator, but there's two I'm sticking to. First time in the car, mm. believe it or not, was actually a bit uncomfortable with the car at speed. Yep. Just wasn't having the feel on it, um, which is more seat time needed, basically. Yep. And has some severe tyre scrub issues that will get addressed, well, this week. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, like the last run, I had a look, there's a little bit of, I wouldn't say deep cuts, but a bit of just cuts. Mm. So we need to wind some height in the coilovers at the back and yeah. just sort of bang a few things out of the way to give some more clearance. Mm. So part of the risk I took, as I said to you in the pits, was I can either drive the car home or maybe slice a tyre open. So yeah. the other lesson would be, as Dave was saying to me, put some spare tyres in the car next time, mm. which I probably should. Yeah. Hey, whatever. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, no, certainly, yeah, some spares probably would have helped. Hey, um, we need to touch on basically um, the running order. So, overall, the overall winner, he'll go down. It was Will White in his Mitsubishi Lancer. Yeah, it's, that's it's right. It's an Evo 9 job, that one. He went, you know, he was reasonably quicker than, than anyone. Um, anyone yeah. yeah, so he went one minute, 37.43 seconds. That's that's awesome. And our Denver Parker as well, he went one minute, 41 so that's that's reasonable too. Yeah, that's, that's in that's, that's the land whale. Um, yep. I mean, I don't want to speak on Denver's behalf, but I do believe this is its final event for a quite mm. a long time. Like, this was it. Yeah. Um, also, a shout out to um, Dennis Heller. I kind of know him, and um, I know that 
I've got some pretty serious cars. That car's been around for a while. He's uh, Evo 8. That's an 8, yeah. Yeah, um, it's been around for a little while. I've been having just weird issues with it. It's good to see him hopefully nipping the issues in the butt and getting up there. Mm, yeah. So, um, Mark Greenham, I mean, uh, yeah, awesome times. Apparently he had a little incident, from what I heard, in the afternoon. Yeah, okay. Um, not sure how major or minor, Um Again, I will reach out to Mark and find out. And Mark, if you're listening and I'm wrong, please correct me. I know you will. He will. Yeah, he will. Um, but awesome to see Mark. He was um, he was there to yep. you know, put on a show and have a good time. Definitely. Um, he was still running in what is essentially a Targa car at the moment. There has been some rule changes in Targa from what you can and can't run. Mm-hmm. Not sure where Will White fits in there, the winner. But I do believe Will's White, Will White's car was a missile, would be the best way to put it. Yeah, so, he was, I mean, you looked at the times, he was um, considerably... He didn't do a run, a fifth run either, so... Yeah, when you factor in there was the, the talk around the pits and the the BS meter, we'll call it, mm. always take out 10% or more, or probably 15% of the BS meter. Yep. He was still way up on any, any other guy near him. Yeah. I mean, they're talking 500 horsepower. I don't think it was quite making 500. But even if it was making a consistent 450, a strong 450, it had a massive amount of torque, and that's what you needed up that hill. Mm. So, yep. So overall, Todd, you came in, I believe, 60th. Yep. And that was in a 90 car field. So that's a that's a reasonably that's not a reason that's a very good effort, given that I think I we know Brad's car was driven to the track. Yeah. Brad, listener of the podcast, we interviewed him in yesterday's episode uh, your car was driven to the track um i don't know how many of these cars were driven to the track there's probably a few of them but you know to finish 60th in in 90 cars and drive it home <laughs> from albany back to perth that's that's a, that's it's yeah standard. that's the one bit that i feel a bit better about i'm like you know what i drove it home yep i won't do it ever again i can tell you that now you won't drive it home again i won't no, I, no, as in, so I want to drive it home, but I'm not driving to Albany back again. No. My, my back needs a chiropractor. If there's anyone listening to the podcast, we, we need a sponsor. A chiropractor would be great. Considering we're doing more motorsport, I think I'm going to need a chiropractor or a physio, either either. I got out feeling fine, actually, refreshed. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, also, a fuel sponsor would be well handy, but hey, we'll talk about that later. I didn't even have to stop for fuel. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> so yeah, that was a that's a very stout effort. So you know, and we spoke with a number of people there, and they, oh, they all done really reasonably well. So look, hats off to everyone, and hats off to the organisers as well, and the town of Albany. Um, I think they've really put on a great show. Really enjoying the Albany Sprint. Yeah, that's right. All right, we should touch on while we're talking here. We should touch on final results for. Uh, the runway event so let's just have a look at that now so in our day one recording you recall us as as we were doing the recording Eddie did his final run of the day that was the 800 uh, the 800 meter or commonly known as the half mile so he clocked a 347 kilometer an hour run there he'll go down as the champion for this year in yep, 2020 right. race wars Great speech he said on this on the Sunday night at the Jew South down in Albany. Yeah, really fitting, very fitting speech, and to come to have that kind of uh, statement from the quickest car there, and from a participant that has previously 
crashed quite heavily at a race wars event twice i believe yeah yeah that was a ringing yeah that was that was it was certainly leaving there was no uncertainty about cancelling the racing on the sunday after look there was not none beforehand but yeah eddie really reiterated to anyone that was listening it was impossible to race yeah that's right i mean we we were at the airport at what eight eight thirty no nine o'clock nine o'clock we got there sorry nine o'clock i can i can literally tell you i was scared standing there it was wet windy it was an albany an albany winter day or almost say Mm. is that we didn't have snow on bluff knoll but that Mm. was about the short of it um i mean the main thing was the timing control guys that we uh well i know a few of them quite well they said the windsock was vertical at one point which for people that don't realize i'm talking about the windsock is how the airspeed well the ground airspeed is measured at a aerodrome um, if they're vertical, that's not a good sign. Mm. Um, yeah. So I believe that even um, they believe that the event should, should needed to be cancelled. Yeah, and um, there was a large puddle of water at the end of the runway, um, which was there for a good two or three hours. Apparently, again for the people playing at home, um, yeah, you can land an aeroplane on a wet runway, mm. right? That, like it's still a bit sketchy we've all been in an airplane that's come down in a big storm but they're designed to come down on the ground slow down and that's the thing slow down they're not and then even take off but you have to realize once they get to a certain point they get off the ground and they go up in the air you've got a car that's doing 350 k's an hour that then has to slow down that's when everything can go horribly wrong well, you're shifting weight in the vehicle. Yeah. yeah. Um, besides that, um, I won't get too technical, but the bitumen of a runway dries different than a purpose-built drag strip. Mm. So all the drag strip guys will know that you can get the hot air blower out and, you know, you still have might lose half an hour. And um, ongoing rain, they will cancel an event, but you can dry the track out. You see it in America a lot. They dry it out. They do a couple of runs, I might get rained out again, but it dries different and they can do that. You can't chuck a big air blower or, ha- or a big dryer on a runway, it's not built for it. You, you can, you can, but you're not dispersing the water yeah. that's in the lower part of the aggregate. Yeah. So you'll, you'll, you'll dry off the water that's on the, the mm. rounded top part of the aggregate, but the, the water that's sitting in the, the groovy babies, as I like to call it, yeah. you, you won't disperse that water. That water is still sitting there. But the, the biggest drama was the part of the pooling of the water at the top end of the yeah. track. I call it the top end, the breaking zone of the track. It was there for numerous hours yeah. after the event was cancelled and it was in probably... The, the risk that they ran was that it was that there was forecast showers to happen after that in any event. So it was... it was, it was was The moment Sunday we got up, it was kind of doomed, really. It yeah. Was, the rain was in and, yeah, it was, it was the right call. Now, whether it was... We're not saying whose call it was. It was the, a, the AASA, um, the city of... Albany's call or race was it's yeah. relevant the call yeah. was correct and you know we had Ed drive that message home on yeah. the Sunday evening anyway so Ed finishes in the number one spot and uh, number two James Bleakley now I believe that's a that was a WTF auto car that is correct yep 
And in the number three spot, we had Roger Vuksanovic. So well done, Roger. Number three there, 310 kilometers an hour. Number four, Dave Christie. Yeah, now um, I think I overheard a conversation at one point at on Sunday night. First year they cracked 300 in that Commodore. No, no. Believe so. I think. Well, that over the eight, 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 in yeah, 800 sorry, years. Sorry, in he was quite years. excited about that. He they got two ninety seven point eight or something from memory. I kind yeah. of chipped in on the conversation. So I, I think David, you listen to the podcast every now and then, from what I understand. Mm, yep. Um, it's a good drag race, said David. Meant to introduce myself. Apologies. Um, do know you through some other people, and uh, good on you. Like I uh, was listening to the conversation. That's a fair effort. It is a know. fair effort. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, and then number five spot we have Jared Dowd. Uh, he's gone 301. Now, this is over 800 metres. We've got yeah, to that's right. We must reiterate that. Josh Jacob, hey, 300 kilometres an hour in that FPV, the Monster Talk FPV. That's one of the Monster Talk. Number two, I reckon Rob will be spewing <laughs> 297. Yeah. Um, they, they, are, they had a great weekend, those guys. Number eight. Now, again, a WTF car, uh, a Toyota MR2 that went 294Ks an hour. Is it a Gen 2 or a Gen 3, um, that one? I think it's a Gen 3. Hang on. Oh, it's not important, but I'm just curious, that's all. Still, I believe, if that's what I'm thinking of, it's a... That's the red one, apparently. Oh, it's a Gen. Well, it's my model. It's a Gen Two. I've got one of those sitting at home. Because I asked, I asked Tristan in the interview, was it the yellow one? He said no. Well, that is a two-liter four-cylinder with a lot of boost, pushing out two hundred ninety-four k now. Mm. Like that's that's incredible. That's stout. Yeah. Uh, Warwick Pike in the that I love that Ute, the HSV Malu Ute, uh, two hundred ninety-two backdraft. That's the one with the big turbo in the back. Bright orange, you can't yep. miss it. In the world body. Awesome, that you. And in the number 10 spot, uh, Rob Wainwright. Well done, Rob. Uh, 291 kilometres an hour. We, we're not going to go through all of these results, yeah. but anyway, that's your top 10. Yeah, you can check them all out at racewars.com.au, of course, all the results. Yep. So, yeah. Um, one thing I was going to add, like just mm. before we move on, is take a step back a year. Mm-hmm. Um, 351 was the record over the 1,000 from the Willow GTR. Mm-hmm. I believe Ed did 336. 336, yep. yep. So Eddie did 347 over 800. And to be fair, that wind and the runway wasn't the best best place to be on Saturday afternoon even. Mm. No, no, it was like he, yep. he had the potential to probably actually go 350 plus in the 800, really. But Ed's 336 was 800 last year. He didn't get a d- decent run of the 1,000. Oh, well, there you go. So his 336 last year was in the 800. Oh, there yep. you go. But, yep. So, yeah, again, shout out to Eddie because that's mm. that's pretty, pretty yep. wild. Um. Yeah, look, and if you're really interested, I know Eddie will probably have that car down the dragons again, so doing the 400 stuff later this year. Um, it is a quick bit of kit. It is. Makes 2,000 plus horsepower now, which... 
2,000 kilowatts. Yeah. Two megawatts. Yeah. Which is, yeah, just get your head around those numbers. That's right. And he's also taken the number one spot on the radio list. We weren't going to talk about that. No, we're not. Sorry, Simon. Sorry. <laughs> Simon, bring out bag breakers again. Wind it up. The other big event on the weekend was the Western Nationals. That has been run and done. So let's just have a look at the results and go through them right here. In our comp eliminator, Trent Morrison takes the biscuits there. Big crash. We've got to mention the big crash. Um, the Galotto, Sam Galotto, had a big, scary crash right at the top end of the track. It rolled the car. Uh, thankfully, he's okay. Um, but there's a fair bit of damage sustained to the car. I saw the video of that today. So best wishes go out to the Galotto team and hopefully they can get that car back on the track. Uh, they're running some very, very big numbers with that car, so it's a, it's a real shame. In super stock, Jake Chasty, uh, what a magnificent effort. Takes home a gold Christmas tree. Well done to him. He was up against Errol Quartermain in super stock. Wayne Patterson in competition bike. That was a great win from Wayne um, in his Ducati. He takes out comp bike. Jody Mellett in supercharged outlaws. She was up against Norbert Clayton in his Jag. So well done, well done to Jody. Great effort there to see them take the win there in supercharged outlaws. Local sportsman racer and top sportsman Albie Bakrinich. Well done, Albie. Uh, he come up, that's pretty stiff competition, Vlado Turek, to beat him in the final. You're doing really well to take on Vlado and, and to beat him from South Australia. Well done, Elby. It's not a, it's not a, um, Andrew class, but he kind of probably wish it was. Kevin Bolton, well done, Kevin. I believe that may be his first win in Outlaw Radial. He's running our friend Simon's All Fast Talk Converter. He took on Tim Rhodes in his Datsun 1200U. That's a scary ute, that thing. Yeah, there's actually uh, a few photos of that from a previous mate last year mm. of it wheel standing down the track and doing all manner of things. Yeah, I've got a great shot of that. So, hey, well done to Kevin. Well done. I think he's um, he's been having a fair old crack in the old um, Trans Am. Reese Naylor in Modified. He goes home with a gold uh, Christmas tree. He was up against Adam Mundy. Chris Lulios in Super Sedan. Well done. And in Super Street, taking his first gold Christmas tree in 25 years. 25 years. Richard Stevens. He's a permanent fixture down at the track. And I was really happy to see that on Facebook uh, when I saw that yesterday. So... Well done. He was up against Joel Trotman. Well done, Richard. He's he's been chipping away. He's got he's there, week in week out. And congratulations to him. He's a really deserving winner of um, that gold Christmas tree. That wraps up our Western Nationals coverage. There. Sorry, we couldn't get out there and catch the race in. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, we these elsewhere. weekends conflict. We uh, did hear that it was a bumper crowd down there, which is good to see. Really good um, to see. Look, I'm going to actually take it here for two seconds. I used to love drag racing. I'm sure I said this on the podcast before. I used to be a massive fan of drag racing. Took a good step away. Of course, knowing Nick and Simon, I've been getting back into it a fair bit and following not only over here, but over Eastern American drag racing. 
again, guys, it, there is actually a lot of skill, time, money, and everything else that goes into making a car go in a straight line. That's right. And yep. I say that to all my circuit racing friends that give me a bit of grief. Um, it is awesome to watch. If you get the chance, go have a look. Go support the Motorplex. It needs it. Um, what more can I say? Yeah. Yep. In top fuel as well, the new, there's a new Andrew record set for top fuel 1,000 foot. So well done to Phil Lamartine. And well done to also Peter Zuberus for coming out here as well to to WA. Both both guys making the trek over. As I said, we've got an interview coming up with Phil Lamartine. You won't want to miss that. I can assure you of that. All right, Todd, you wanted to wrap up? Yeah, so um, look, first official event for the Talk and Power Evo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still a bit, you know, upset that I could have gone faster, but hey, we've had that conversation already. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, look, thanks to the Race Wars team. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to, well, Dave Smith, Ross Happer, we've had them on the show, mm-hmm. taking over the tar- Target Albany Spring. Mm-hmm. It actually gave the Race Wars guys a bit of a rest. Um, yep. And they needed it. Yep. Um, had a good couple of chats with Jamie Pellucci on the Sunday. He was uh, on the Monday, sorry. On the Monday. On the Monday. He was um, competing in his Honda Integra. Mm-hmm. And it was actually good to see Jamie out there. Yep. Um, he did beat me, so good on you, Jamie. I know you're going to be listening to this. Um, that car is just, as he said, it's simple, but it did a job. Fun um, car. It's a and, fun car. Yeah, and it looks looks good, sounds mint. Um, yeah, thanks again. Thanks to the organisers. Hmm. Um, thanks to a few people that helped me out um, beforehand getting the car sorted. I hate to admit, I literally only had the car sorted at twelve o'clock on the Friday before driving it four and a half hours to Albany. Yeah, a lot of people criticised me and go, "You should have pulled out. That's a bit dumb." Four and a half hours was good enough for me to go. Okay, the car's safe. <laughs> <laughs> um, it did get a good check over. Like I'll be, I'll be deadly honest. It did get a really good check over, and I went over the car two or three times. Thanks for Denver. He came in and had a look at the car as well. I did want to make sure it was safe, and it was. It's just got a few funny noises. Uh, thanks to Nick for coming down, helping with the podcast, and being essentially my coming along my pit crew. Yep. And thanks to David Turk um, mm. at Pixel Culture on Instagram. Yep for putting up with me being in a crabby mood for four days um because i was yeah <laughs> um stressing out falling asleep on the floor like all types and manner of yeah so thanks to him and then getting some killer photos like again yeah some awesome promoting, photos pixel culture yeah pixel culture um i mentioned a couple of photos out you can see some links on the talking power mm-hmm. website from my little um what i did I'll also be putting up the in-car of my best run for the day just to give people a view of what it was like to head up there. Mm. Um, from here, um, not 100% in concrete yet, but we'll be going to the last round of the Target Albany Sprint. Another Target. We're going to the last round of the Targa West Sprint Series down at Quinana on March 12th. Yep. Um, been planning this for almost three months now and now it's like hang on let's go do it have a co-driver hopefully lined up um we've both been in agreement that i need seat time and to learn the car a lot better got a really good co-driver lined up that will tell me hopefully how to go faster and be safe and make it look good and also we will hopefully 
be streaming from the final round of the Sprint Series. We'll be down there. Come say hello. Come have a chat. Come watch, again, some local WA Motorsport at the Motorplex. You're supporting the Motorplex. Mm, and you're supporting right. Targa. Yep. And if you're a spectator, it's free. Mm-hmm. What more do you want? It's free. free. You know? You get to see some pretty crazy cars down there. Yeah. Awesome night. So we'll be down there having a chat. Well, I'll be racing around in the car. Um, there could be more to come. We might be putting Nick in a car, but we're yet to confirm this. Um, so we'll see. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. All right, on that note, we'll wind this one up. Thanks for everyone for tuning in on 88.5 FM. And um, if you're listening via a podcast, thank you very much. iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from. Thanks to these guys. Thank you to David Turk. Thank you to Todd for everything they did. It was a big weekend. Um, but, yeah, we we got through it, and um, we're really happy with the result. Yeah, we are. I mean, we all got home in one piece, and we're all still talking to each other, so, hey, it's yeah. a good start. And we had a lot of fun. Yeah, we did. <laughs> all right, we'll win this one there. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we'll see you soon. See you at the track. Talk Bye. and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au.